Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. So many people get overwhelmed when they think about financial planning, investing, and wealth management. They think it's over their heads. They're intimidated. And you know what? Cut the music. Stop it. Don't worry. We'll show you the ropes. It's all good. This is the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. We're about more than just creating short-term wealth. We're all about creating a lasting family legacy. We're your go-to source for demystifying those intimidating financial topics. We're here to make the complex world of money simple, straightforward, and accessible. We'll break down the barriers that often make investing seem confusing and overwhelming. So whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out on your financial journey, this podcast is for you. Tune in for valuable insights, actionable advice, and a whole lot of financial wisdom. This is the Wealth Accelerator Podcast, and this is Hunter Lowry. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. What a week we had last week for the stock market. I mean, every sector basically just killing it. Everything's rallying. Making money is feeling easy again. First time that it's been that way in a while, huh? Everything for the last three or four months has been so doom and gloom here. And it just seems like, you know, all these air quotes here, experts are coming out and forecasting this big stock market crash that was ahead. So going into last week, the S&P was actually down 10% from its highs earlier in the year. And people are starting to talk already about moving into correction territory, looking like bad signs here are coming for the recession. Then boom, all of a sudden Jerome Powell comes out in the Federal Reserve and they come out and they say that they're not going to be raising raising interest rates. And they start talking as if they might not raise rates again for the remainder of the year. Now, don't get too excited. Jury is not out on that one yet. But things are looking better. And I'm sure you're probably sick of hearing about this because it's been the topic of conversation for so long now. But rising interest rates and Fed policy have been the catalyst behind all market moves the past couple of years, both good and bad. I mean, not for every single one, but you know what I mean. They're pushing the majority of the moves in both directions. And for a while now, I've been talking about how much momentum is going to be built when the Fed says that they can finally stop raising rates. And it actually, some point, they're going to have to cut rates. We don't know when, but historically, that's what they're going to do. So here we are. We're getting an early glimpse of what that rally could really bring. So a few things that we're doing within our models to get ready for this is, number one, we're extending the duration in our bond portfolios. We actually did this a few months back in anticipation of the rate hikes ending, and we truthfully actually got into this play a little bit too early. We did get a little tiny bit of downside pressure early on, but we did that purposely. We were willing to accept a small amount of downside risk to make sure that we were positioned for the large upside potential that we see coming. So now with bonds, you have to remember that as interest rates go up, 
bond prices go down. As interest rates go down, bond prices go up, right? So also this price change occurs more drastically in longer duration bonds than short duration bonds. If we know that bond prices and interest rates have a negative correlation, and we know that we are closer to the end of the rate hike cycle than we are the beginning, then we can figure that as interest rates flatten, and again, at some point actually get cut, long duration bonds should perform best. And that was definitely the case this week. Our long, dur our long duration bond positions performed great and realistically did produce stock-like returns. But now sitting here on Tuesday, November 11th, as I'm recording this, uh, the market's still rallying. It's on pace for a seven-day win streak. Uh, it's actually going to mark the best winning streak of the entire year. And these are really the weeks that remind us why we can't jump back and forth in and out of the market, trying to time the news that we think might come out. It's a recipe for disaster. So long-term thinking is what is going to make you win. Okay, so we're completely switching gears here now. <laughs> I want to talk about budgeting. So before you tune out and turn this episode off, just give it a chance and be open on it just for a couple minutes here. Because I know just saying the word budgeting can make people want to turn and run for some reason. It's a trigger word. Uh, and most people, it's a trigger word for them normally for two reasons. The first person, they get anxious about it. They start to think, oh my gosh, I'm terrible at this. I wish I knew how to budget. But the thought of budgeting and really paying attention to where my money goes is scary. I definitely don't want to know the truth. And right now, it's just easier not to know, not to worry about it. Then the other person says, Psh, come on, man, budgeting. I mean, I make way too much money to be on a budget. That's for low income, younger people just starting to learn how to handle money. That's not for a high net worth individual like me. I mean, that's child's play. But overall, I think that the reason people get so turned off by this concept is because the first thing that comes to mind with the budget is that it's going to tell me all the things that I cannot do. It's a restrictive plan. It cuts my lifestyle. And it has an overall negative connotation, almost like if you are someone who budgets, you probably have financial problems. That's the thought process normally. Then rarely, but occasionally, I do get surprised and a new client will say, okay, Hunter, can you help me with my budgeting? I want to be better at it and I want to do this. I just really don't know how. What, what is it that you do for yourself? So I personally believe that every single person should be on a budget, not one that tells you what you can't do, but one that eliminates the questions on what should I do with my money? Because that's what gets people into trouble. Money comes in from your paycheck, you go out, spend it randomly, and all of a sudden you aren't sure where it went. I cannot tell you how often I hear from people, Hunter, I make way too much money to feel like I'm broke. Well, you're not telling it where to go. All that the budget is really meant to do is to give your money a plan on where it's going to go even before it hits your account. And the way that I like to do this for myself is to have a percentage-based budget, not a dollar-based budget. That's a big thing. People always ask me almost every single time when it's a new client that's coming on board and we're starting to work together, they will say, okay, Hunter, I'm in. How much money should I be putting into all of these accounts every single month? And they're expecting me to just come up with a magical dollar amount that works for every person. But again, this answer, it's a percentage-based answer, not a strict dollar amount. So for my personal budget that I do every single month, I like to do it kind of old-fashioned, and I actually use an Excel spreadsheet. And you might laugh at me because I know there are way better apps out there that you can use to integrate your bank account and detail out all your spending and have all that jazzy stuff. But for me, I like to personally go through my bank statements every single month and force myself to physically type in each expense into all of my different categories. And it sounds tedious, but it's honestly not. I, now I can get it done in 15 to 20 minutes most. 
but I personally find it extremely helpful to do it this way because if I overspent on eating out or shopping or something during that month, I have to physically go in and type in all of those expenses into each category and watch the number go up and up and up. And it reminds me that those dollars that I overspent are taken away from the other investing goals that I set for myself. And it's just a really, really good reminder to get myself back on track for the next month. So I'm not a W-2 employee. I have my own business. So I have to account for my own taxes, which of course that percentage comes out first. Then I have all my fixed expenses, everything that's set in place that I cannot change. Obviously that comes next. Then I put 15% into Roth retirement investments. Now everything left over gets split up between non-retirement account investing, uh, roping money, eating out funds, shopping funds, play money, which we have Christmas coming up soon. It's really not a surprise when Christmas time comes and we're going out shopping for people. It's not like they hide the date every single year. <laughs> but there's no money left over after I'm done with my budget. Wait, what do you mean, Hunter? You spend more than you make? No, I tell every single dollar where I want it to go. So even if it's told that it's supposed to go into my non-retirement investment accounts, it's gone. It's doing its job. So all of these categories that I have, I've created a percentage that works good for me. So when new clients come on board and my income goes up, I don't have to think about what to do with that money. It already is assigned a job. So personally, I actually think it's fun. <laughs> I know I might be a weirdo, but I kind of look forward to reviewing my budget for the month because I can go back to the beginning of the year versus today and see how my income's changed, how my different savings goals have changed, um, how my investing buckets have grown, and I can physically watch myself get closer and closer to the goals that I have set for myself. So just don't think of using a budget as forcing yourself to cut back. If you're doing it right and you are out of debt, you should actually be able to show yourself where you can spend more. Think of every category as a percentage instead of a dollar amount. I think that that really, really helps people. And overall, you don't make too much or too little money to budget. You should be telling your money how to work efficiently for you. That's the overall goal. All right, guys, so if you would ever like help talking about your specific financial goals and talking about a game plan that can help you reach them in the most efficient manner, you can always schedule an Ask Me Anything session at my website, hunterlowry.com. I'd love to meet you and love to help you out. All right, guys, it's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter is a fully licensed financial advisor, and his mission is to equip you with the knowledge and insights you need to make informed financial decisions. His goal is to break down those barriers that often make investing seem confusing and overwhelming. If you'd like to talk about your specific situation, you can contact Hunter directly. Yes, you heard it right. Head on over to HunterLowry.com to book a call. Let's discuss your financial goals and how we can help you achieve them. Get ready to create that lasting legacy. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to like, rate, and review. Find Hunter on Facebook and Instagram at Hunter Lowry. See you next time on the Wealth Accelerator Podcast.